Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Talk Games Cast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about the games they've been playing and things going on in their lives. Today I have with me Justin. Hi. I'm a persona now. What's your persona name? You put me on the spot, man. <laughs> I figured you just come up with something related to zero. Or just zero. I got nothing. Come back to me. Alright, and we have Ben. And lo, I will be the champion to prevent the age of calamity. You're not low. I said low, like I and and be and low, like low and behold. Do you do you fuck you uncultured swine? I swear to fucking Christ. <laughs> it's like I'm speaking from the heavens, you know. And low unto thee, and you know, because I'm God. Whatever. This is the I mean, low is kind of an angel. He is. A he is an angel. angel. Yeah. He's, a, he's a. He's the best. He's a fucking yeah, sweetheart. Exactly. So yeah. All right. So I got my cup of hot chocolate. And Justin, do you have your persona name yet? Oh, I forgot. Okay. Um, Let's say zero. My wow. <laughs> no, my persona name is Persona Non Grata. Uh, all right, Ben. Wow. What have you been up to in the world of? <laughs> just gonna fine. The white man's privilege is gone. Yes. Okay. Are we really going me first, or, or is this a joke? I mean, I Justin probably doesn't mind, but if you mind, we can go back to Justin. I mean, like, this is the world. This is this is actually the world of minority works. Where I'm not sure. Do I take the white man's spot first, or then face repercussions later by cautiously, I mean, you know, dismissing remarks and discords? Do you and... really want to take the white man's land? So I'm gonna say. Uh... I mean, I'm going to die because the white man's going to give me a disease this weekend anyway, so it, it all works out. Um, where are your fucking masks, bitches? Uh, or don't go right? fucking shopping on Black Friday like unlike like the clowns. Buy it all online like I did. Um, no, just minor, minor I don't, tangent. I, I, like, I'm, you can go first, but minor tangent. Okay. I did some, some shopping this morning, um, and it made me so mad because there was some, a few things I was trying to find that were in-store only sales. Why are there in-store That's... only sales this year? I don't get it, man. Trust, yeah, yeah it's so that stupid. Doesn't make any sense. Like, I get people, They're... you know, the stupid people that still want to go shop in store, whatever, you know, go die. I don't care. But for the re- for the stores themselves to enforce in-store only sales, it's just such yeah, a big ba- move. Yeah, you're basically gonna incur. You're basically encourage people to come to the store, and you're gonna get your workforce sick. So, right. and spread it. Because yeah. you're so I, just, I kept searching for those items elsewhere to see where I could find it for shipping, and they got my business. Nice. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, there's awesome. a vaccine coming, so no one has to worry about masks anymore, right? Oh yeah, right. No, then then the anti-vaxxers will come out. Then all those all those mask deniers will become anti-vaxxers because they're going to convict. They're going to they're convinced that a uh, chip's going to be put in there when your fucking phone tracks you just as well, you stupid mother... Whatever. <laughs> it tracks um, you better than a stupid yeah. shit. tracks you better than a fucking microchip. Anyway, so I guess I'm going first. Okay, cool. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope everybody had a good one. Um, So, uh, I'll talk about the stream things real quick. Stream more Wind Waker and uh, Skyward Sword. Shoutouts to everybody who came out for Zelda Month. Like, that. that it has been real fun streaming those games, even though I had a bitching time on Wednesday with Skyward Sword because I streamed later because I actually worked on a Wednesday, which was... Ah, I hated it, um, but whatever. It threw, it's thrown my entire week off. I'm like, wait a minute, why am I getting up? Oh, right, because I have to fucking work today. But I hate and love Skyward Sword is what I'm discovering because <laughs> I love the, the the dungeons. I love like how the puzzles mostly are. And oh, my Bluetooth ear like is getting in the way. <laughs> um, I love how um, 
like the lore and the story. God, I love the story so much in Skyward Sword, even though it's not like the greatest thing ever. It's just enjoyable. But fuck that combat, man. I hate it. I hate anytime I have to come in a combat situation. It fucking sucks. Um, but like I can't. I want to keep playing it. Like I wanted to keep playing it. If I didn't, if Mary Metroid, if Justin hadn't created Mary Metroid, I would still be streaming Skyward Sword. But because I want to, I want to appease uh the master race over there. Um, I, uh, I will be streaming. Someone has to show Metroid some love. You, motherfucker, you! That's who, I'm no, just I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm saying, like, Nintendo's not. Right, right, of course. Right. One of, we shall carry the burden. Who knows, maybe it'll yeah. spread. Maybe, maybe it'll spread if we get enough people talking about it. Um, maybe. but, uh, yeah, uh, but those are done. Uh, Wind Waker's, Wind Waker's cool. I don't really want to talk about Wind Waker. Not really much to talk about Wind Waker. I find more, f- I hate that I, Whatever, it's done. Um, but still sticking in the land of Hyrule, I've been playing a lot of Age of Calamity. And the, and I tweeted this out, but this is the best Warriors game I've ever played. Like, and granted, I've only played like maybe three of them, but, <laughs> um, I still think that's a, that's a merit. And even comparing it to its original form in Hyrule Warriors for the Wii U, uh, I didn't play much of the Switch one, but, one thing I've noticed in playing this version and kind of like checking Hyrule Warriors OG is, uh, not OG Wii U version, but Switch, Switch edition is they really streamline like how you access everything. So in Hyrule Warriors on, on Switch slash Wii U, and even I think other Hyrule, other Warriors games are there. You would be presented with menus upon menus, submenus and submenus. It's a lot of stuff to get through. And while I didn't think about it at the time, Playing this game, um, where everything's on the map, you, you can either hover over where you need to go, or you press L, and it brings up everything like there, your training, the shops, all that stuff. It makes it so much more enjoyable to upgrade your characters, upgrade your weapons, makes it way more manageable versus remembering, I have to go to this menu, to this menu, to the, like, it's, it's just, and I, I could be wrong, but I think they got rid of like the whole crest <clears throat> thing. Cause like in, in Hyrule Warriors, you, you, there's things you could get like crests where like, if you give, I think, I can't remember exactly, so I don't want to play it, but you can like, if you give this, if, if you have a certain amount of, of, of resources, this character can now carry an extra bottle or this character can now do this attack. And it seems like, from what I can tell, that's not in the game. Um, it's just pretty much you will do specific missions with those characters, or you'll do like on the map as you unlock them, they'll have like a, like a uh, icon for them, and they'll either get an extra heart, gain a new combo. It, it that it's much easier, and all you need is resources, and you just got to find out which area can I grant can I get resources at, or just play the game like normal. You know, if you're not into that, I don't feel like casually you don't have to worry about grinding unless you want to be uh grinding for stuff which that's probably gonna be post-game stuff but you know combat wise it's still a warriors game you know but it's it feels so satisfying it's so flashy like it gives it gets the neurons firing um you know and what i really like is how every character feels unique and despite that you're just pressing two but the same two buttons just because everybody looks different everybody has a unique attack animation if you press zr um you know, like Rivali, for example, he can fly. He not like super high in the sky, but he can hover and he gets new attack routes that way. And he can do an Azuna drop. 
uh, which if you don't know what that is, if you've ever played Vega in Street Fighter, in any Street Fighter, <laughs> where he basically grabs you, takes you in the air, and basically German suplexes you in the air, um, that's an Azuna drop. And he can do that in the game, which is so fucking cool. Even though I hate Rivali, fuck that stupid bird piece of shit. Um, uh, and, like, Daruk can, like, um, like, if you press the heavy button after a while, like, he'll create magma that'll become stiffened on the battlefield. You press ZR, it explodes. It's so cool. Um, even Link is different. I thought Link was going to be the Ryu of the game where he's not really that much fun, but he kind of can do everything. Link is the most fun when you change his weapons. Like, if you just stick Ryu, uh, Ryu, <laughs> can we get a Street Fighter Warriors game, please? That would be <laughs> badass. Um, just doing, uh, Tatsumaki Sabukias all over, like, 200, 200, over 200 enemies. That'd be so cool. Um, Tatsumaki Pintyaku. Just bring um, back Final but- Fight and, uh, call- and make it in that. <laughs> oh fu- dude don't don't even get me started that would be dope that would be so dope can you like hagar just pile driving like 100 dudes or something like that um but uh so like link if you're gonna play link uh, i pretty much play with every character so far because uh you can you don't have to necessarily grind there's a training camp where you can spend rupees to raise them up and i think there's like a cap like, it doesn't let you get beyond a certain point, at least in story, at least playing the story. So that's good. And it never seemed like I was spending an absurd amount of rupees to get, like, say, characters who recently joined up to where they're relatively with the rest of the cast, which is good. Because um, if you just play all the – if you just play the maps, do the submissions, which there's not a lot of so far, you're going to have more than enough rupees, honestly. Um but what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Link. Link is really fun when you give him other weapons. Uh, he gets a unique action for different uh, weapons he holds, from the spears to the heavy arms, uh, to the like the, the heavy claymores, to the sword, uh, which is really fun. So, like, with the claymores, the only other one I've used, uh, I think I used the spear a little bit, but the claymore, like, he can use ZR to basically do a super heavy attack, and he basically just does way more damage. I think he has armor on it, but he takes mortal damage. So, like, that's a trade-off. But then you just press X to heal. Um, I like the elemental weaknesses in it where, like, you can use, like, if you see a fire pole and if you have an ice rod, it immediately annihilates that shit. Or same with any kind of fire enemy. Like, it manages to incorporate, like, those battle mechanics in Breath of the Wild into this game almost seamlessly, which is beautiful. Like, getting a flurry moment with any of the characters is awesome. Like, and they all have unique attack animations. Like, Ravali will, like shoot arrows into the air and, you know, boom, 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 like that. Um, you know, uh, Mifa will, like, stab you, like Link would stab you with the spear, stuff like that. They, they like, just, on the principle, it's all the same. But just having it look and flourish differently does wonders for it in terms of what you're doing visually. The only character so far that I'm not gelling with that much is Zelda. Just just because I feel like her, like, not necessarily the runes, uh, just because, like, you have access to runes in her regular attacks and in when you use, like, the R button plus the rune button. Like, it, they just don't feel as natural. Like, it just doesn't feel as fun. Um, the one thing I like to do is, like, if you press heavy, 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 um, she will create, she will create ice blocks. And you can detonate, you can actually detonate those ice blocks at any time, but she'll start hopping up them and then she'll, like, jump off at some point and you do the glider but she just doesn't feel as naturally combo heavy as the other characters um i just kind of like when i do play her um i just like to kind of do light light heavy and that creates a ball a, a big ass bomb and just chuck it but 
I, I don't know. She just, she's my least favorite, but I can tell you who my favorite character is right now, or might be my favorite character, just from visuals alone. It's, uh, Justin, do you mind spoilers on who, who, who you unlock in this game? I've heard a few because my brother's playing through it. Okay. Uh, do you know that Hetsu is unlockable in this game? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, voiced by Christina Valenzuela, uh, who is one of my favorite voice actors. Um, by the way, the, the, and I'll talk about this last part in a moment, then I'll, I'll move on. Um, Hetsu is very, very fun. Um, he can summon up other Koroks to basically chuck items that you find in the, like, in Breath of the Wild, like chests and plot and, oh, it's, it's so funny. And just seeing this huge ass thick, (laughs) Hetsu is thick. Um, thick plant just, 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 um, wreck house in the battlefield is so much fun. Um, and and I think the last part that makes this game really special for me is like the cutscenes. Like honestly, like one of the things the criticisms I think a lot of people had, and even me with Breath of the Wild, is that the story you wanted to see already happened because all the characters died. Um, and you get teased with those interactions with like flashback memories. Like I think the the closest one you ever got to it was seeing Mifa and Link's uh relationship like you kind of see that they they they've known each other for a while there's a there's a closest to that here you get to see that with a lot of the champions um like one of my well just a small one right non-spoiler one there's a scene where they're on their way to a mission or something and then mifa is just standing right next to the rook and she like just starts talking to the rook and she's like i would like you know it would be helpful if, you know, we learn to, to fight to fight against different styles i would like to train with you it's like Daruk's like yeah that would be nice you know, some stuff like that, but oh god, please don't see these. Um, so that's great. That the cutscenes really make it, and then basically it's the other champions basically telling Rivali to shut the fuck up. We've had enough of your bullshit already. Like they're not even a team yet, and they're already telling Rivali to shut the fuck up. And I, I can't get enough of it. Uh, but my favorite cutscene so far. And this is how I'm, if I ever, when I play another Zelda game again, I'm naming Link Catfish, uh, because, or if I play Breath of the Wild again, I'm playing Catfish, because this fucker would eat anything. And obviously that's true in Breath of the Wild, but that, that you could tune that to like, that's just, you know, you healing. There's, after you recruit Daruk, which I love that you can rescue all the champ, any, you can recruit any champions at any order, just like, you know, in the main game. Um, and, uh, and you, you recruit him, and there's a small scene where like, Daruk's like, oh man, I, I know what you, what we should, what should happen after this large battle. We should, uh, have a feast. And he gets out this rock roast, literally made of rock. Um, and then like, here, here you go, and he gives it to Link. Link looks at it, it cuts away, so you're seeing like, beh- from behind Link's perspective, and you see Impa and, uh, Zelda in the, in the, in the background. And you just hear, and, and like, they both go, oh, like, they're just shocked that he just ate it. And like, he's just eating. And I'm like, you fucking catfish, you will fucking eat anything, will you? Um, so that's why I'm going to call if I play Breath of the Wild again. Oh, when I play Breath of the Wild too. Wait, you can't name Link in these fucking games. God damn it. Okay. Um, whatever. If I play another Zelda, when I play another Zelda game, I'm naming him catfish because this fucker will eat anything. Um, last thing is the divine beast. Not a lot to say on them, cause, but they're, they're fun. Like they, they, there's not a lot of them so far what I've played. Uh, I've played as, uh, the elephant and the, uh, 
the elephant and the and the lizard. The, that's that's the Goron one. And just today, I got. I was like, well, is is it only going to be those? And uh, just today, I get to play as uh, Rivali's uh, divine beast, Varado or something like that. Oh my god, it's the best one because it's in the air. It's not like super aero because it's a big ass machine, but you can switch perspectives from high and low. You get different like weapons. You oh my god, it's so cool. It's just. Oh my god, this game is so cool! It's it's hitting all these fucking buttons. Um, seriously, it's a, it's easily a game of the year contender. I'm not even finished with it yet. Um, you know, I don't know how it is gonna be with the grind post game, but I never really concerned myself with Warriors games like that. That's just not my thing. Um, but that's enough of that game. Uh, I did next up. I did play some MK11 online. I finally took my reign online. Oh my god. Um, don't take a break for fighting games because you're just gonna forget everything even though you've been playing offline <clears throat> for a while. Uh, Rain, I'm still trying to figure out his matchup. I got a couple of wins in, but that doesn't matter. It's more about learning at this point. Rain's grab range sucks. At least from what I can tell. Like, like with Shao Kahn, I could do crouching light and then grab and then, you know, just be, put people on my mercy. Rain, I can't do that. I don't know what's up with his grab range, but sometimes it just feels a little too short, and I don't know if that's in my head or something. But overall, he still feels really, really fun. Um, uh, like I had some really cool matches. Uh, it, it, it was, it was, it's super dope. Uh, not much to say on it. Hard, hard to really talk about an online game like that without going too into into specifics. But um. Yeah, uh, it's cool to be, pl- it's cool to be playing custom variations is what I'll say. Uh, I don't recall seeing anything too crazy online, in all honesty, but, um, I kind of just rocked Rain's, um, uh, geyser kick and the, the water ball. Water ball is really, really fun. Um, I got some of his combos down. Nothing too hard, but just sort of just basics. Like I do, I like to do around the world kick and then I think it's one, one two one two four, which is a little combo ender, so it doesn't do a lot of damage. But for a basic bitch combo, it's it it gets the job done. Um, and then what else? What else did I play this week? I know I played other games. Why am I blanking all of a sudden? Uh, oh yeah, I played more Fallen Jedi. Um, and uh, I've officially gotten to the point where I know the truth about the Night Sister, or uh, I think that's what the villain's called, right? The the evil Sith Lord, not a Sith Lord. Um, yeah. Yeah, this game is amazing. Like, seriously. Like, holy fuck. Um, like, everything's working. Uh, everything, it feels really fun to explore. Like, I find it the, the perfect size of big, where it looks big, but it never feels imposing and I never feel lost. Um, I just got the pull ability, uh, which I was like, I knew it was coming from a cutscene. I'm like, oh, my lightsaber's falling. I guess this is where I get pull. Um, so that's cool to have. <laughs> Um, combat still feels really cool. That boss fight with the Night Sister, where like it's kind of for reals this time, was super cool because it felt like I was watch I was in the movie. Like it, it had a nice blend of like old, like classic Star Wars, like pre like uh, original trilogy stuff, but with the the kind of the speed of the uh, sequel trilogy of the prequel trilogy. So it had a, and which makes sense because this takes place in between. So it's a nice bridge. But I uh, I loved kind of like the twist on the head where. Uh, where you find out the true origin of the Night Sister, and it kind of does like the Star Wars thing, like, oh, I'm gonna, this is where, this is gonna happen now. I won't spoil it for those who are just playing it on Xbox Game Pass now, but fucking Respawn, this is, this is easily one of the, it's easily the best Star Wars game I've ever played. It's easily the best, like, it actually makes me feel like I'm a Jedi doing these things. 
um, traversing things and just fighting and, and just fighting. Um, and again, it feels really fun to explore. Um, uh, and then what else, what else did I play? Um, uh, I, and I did purchase, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Not much to say on this game. I got it for 15 bucks. I've, <laughs> I kind of on a Dragon Ball. I don't, I don't know if I'm on a Dragon Ball kick, but like, I kind of wanted to revisit, like, like, see, like, see what the, if there's any magic left in there and it was $15. Um, so I, I tried it out. And so far, I didn't get to play much, but I saw the opening, you know, I did the kind of the tutorial stuff a little bit, and it Chala, looks really pretty. And Chala. Yes. <laughs> See, I didn't grow, I didn't grow up with that. I grew up with the, you know, you know, uh, Linkin Park's Dragon Ball theme, which dragon, I will not dragon, attempt to. Drop the dragon, yeah. Dragon Ball. No, Thomas, we're going to get DMCA'd. No. <laughs> um, uh, but like, so it's it's a little weird adjusting to that, but it's fine. But like, I wish Jump Force looked like this game because this game looks really pretty. Um, it like it's animated. Yeah, it has nice lighting. The colors, it's really colorful. Um, uh, at the end of the day, I think it just it's gonna play like a Budokai game, but like visually, it, it looks cool, and I can't wait to do like the uh, like the actual RPG elements of it, like the action RPG elements of it. Um, but like. <laughs> What I found really funny, and this is so stupid, is that Goku's trying to teach Gohan to fish, and so like this is like early Dragon Ball Z days, <laughs> and like, and like, you know, so he's like, just you can just use your tail. I'm like, Goku, what are you doing? Goku just keeps a random like a like a tail. Not even with not him. even that. He made Bulma make like Bulma made him that tail to fish specifically for fishing. It's so right, stupid. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's like Goku, come just buy a fishing pole, this man. Guy, I thought I thought he was gonna pull out a fishing rod, right? No, it's like no. Oh, he can't fish anymore because he doesn't have anything else. So she made him a fishing rod. Nope, not in Dragon Ball. Yep. Nope. God, <laughs> it looks so fucking goddamn You know, but you know what? Um, because kind of, I think Dragon Ball Super kind of killed my love for the franchise because they really made Goku like unlikable. I think where he's just fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Like, yeah, they made him more dumber than he used, usually was, but. Yeah, I mean, Goku's always been an idiot, but like, what I liked, like, just playing this moment, you know, it just reminded me of like, God, this is the, this is the Goku I remember, you know, the good dad, the dad who clearly loves his son. He's, Goku is not the sharpest tool in the box in terms of knowledge, but he tries hard. He's there, you know, at least when he's not <laughs> dead. Um, you know, but like, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to going through the sagas again and kind of reliving my childhood without watching like every single fucking episode. Um, yeah. I, I also just bought this game recently and I also just got to the part where I just did the fishing stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing this as well. Yeah. I, I'm told you could play as other characters, which I'm really looking forward to like seeing how like playing other characters. Cause you know, obviously Goku dies within the first, like what was it? Four episodes, three episodes of the, of the uh, of I Z, three. I think when when Ra- I think it's three, yeah, when Raditz comes by. Um, so yeah, I think that that's all I've played that's worth of merit. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll let Justin go ahead and go on next, or Thomas, if you want to go next, maybe we'll make Justin go last. I don't fucking know. No, Justin's out of jail now. He can he can. Do his <laughs> Why was I in jail? You put me on the spot, and I didn't deliver. I'm sorry. I'm tired. It was Thanksgiving. Also, yesterday yesterday was Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know, but like today we like were doing the like we did our own Thanksgiving dinner and stuff. I get home. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> it's the Thanksgiving holiday because, like, I had today off. Like, they always give us the day after Thanksgiving off. Oh, look at so me! I'm in like government. I get all these days off. Sorry, I can't <laughs> hold all these days too. off. <laughs> <laughs> My brother had today off too, and he works for the university. So, like, it's not just government. La di la! I work for the university. And my mom had today mm. off, and she works for a small business. <laughs> but whatever. I don't need your approval. Um, so <clears throat> I have pretty much just been playing Persona 5. Yay! Like a lot a lot of Persona 5. No more um, miles? I beat it. That's done. Yeah, but you only beat it twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll do it again. But, like, I need a little break for it, you know? Yeah. Do you really, though? Honestly, I do kind of want to get back in. But <laughs> There it is. There it is. Yeah. It's it's so short. It's easy to just knock out. Um, but anyway. Uh, like, I need, I need to break from Miles because, like, I beat it twice, yes. But then I edited all that content down into, like, a four-hour movie. So, like, I've been in that world a lot. Um, so I, I wanted to get away from it. But anyway, for Sonic Five. So yeah, it was one of those games that was on the, you know, the PlayStation Plus, like, what's it called? Uh, collection. PS4 Collection or something. Yeah. Um, And, like, I never thought that I would get into Persona 5, because, like, you had talked about it a lot before, and it sounded like it was just too much game for me. Uh, Like, I, I have a hard time with those RPGs that are, like, hundreds of hours or whatever. Yeah, this um, one holds your hand quite a bit more than the usual JRPG. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's still like twenty hours in, and I'm still getting tutorials every now and then. Yeah, it's not. Ha! But I, I, I was having kind of a down week again, and so I wanted something like a just an RPG to get lost in. So I was like, why not? I'll check it out. Uh, and like I didn't totally understand it at first, but um, Tyler, our, our friend of the show, Tyler was helping us out with it, helping helping me out with it. Um, oh, shit! Don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> you're on camera now. Um, watch your gang symbols. But yeah, so he was helping me through some of the stuff that was confusing me, and it was it was making it more fun. Um, and then I got to the first uh, first palace, which was still mostly tutorial, but like I was starting to understand the appeal of the game, like getting deeper into some of the uh, the combat system mechanics and things like that. And so I was really liking it, but. Um, I felt like I wasn't getting the full experience knowing that Persona 5 Royal was out there at, with, like, you know, basically the same game but more content. It's so just like, okay, I know that you. I like it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I know that I like the game. I got it for free. So, like, you know, I'm not losing anything by getting a different version of it. Um, maybe I should look into Royal. Like, I asked Tyler if there was enough new content to justify it. And, you know, he kind of laid out, like, the new stuff. And I was like, Sure, why not? It's on sale right now. Uh, you know, su- support them since I like the game. So I picked that up, started over, and had a lot easier time going through the beginning stuff. Uh, like, for one, it just went quicker because I didn't, like, I skipped all of the dialogue except for new scenes. Um, and, you know, didn't have to, like, learn with the tutorials. Like, I just kind of blow through them and stuff. So I did, like, the first five hours in about an hour and a half or so. Nice. Uh, so it was a- I, like a much quicker, easier start, but I also was able to redo some of the stuff that I did vlogging the first time, 
Um, and I basically got back to the point where I left off, which was like right after the tutorial stuff ends in the first palace, like when you're given free reign, you know? Um, and like, for one, I, I really do like the new uh, grappling hook in Persona 5 Royal because in general, the palaces in this game, like they feel like a Zelda game in a way. Because it's it's turn-based battles and stuff, but the way you like explore these palaces feels kind of very like uh action puzzle style. But again, with turn-based combat. Um and I mean I love the combat system too. Like it's very fast paced, like smooth combat that kinda has like some Pokemon vibes to it, because different enemies have elemental weaknesses, and all of the personas have like an elemental affinity. Things that they're, you know, weak and strong against. Mm -hmm. uh, you can, you know, capture the personas after you weaken them all down. And so, like, there's there's a really good, you know, Pokemon loop to it. Um, and as weird as it is to, like, you know, get kind of invested in these creatures and then have them have their heads cut off, uh, I do like the fusion system, too. Yep. Um, because it's a good way to just kind of constantly, like, you only have, you know, six to however many slots by the end um and so it's not like pokemon where you can just box them if you don't want them right now like you have to get rid of them so it kind of it creates this constant cycle did you know you can like, buy them back yeah okay yeah because uh, you can just register your persona and then fuse it and then buy it back yeah nice and that's kind of what i've been doing like i make sure i get everything even if it doesn't seem interesting but some of them I actually really like, so I'm trying to kind of keep the ones that I enjoy the most, and then, you know, keep other, like, catch others just with the purpose of fusing them. Um, so, like, I've got a few that I'm kind of just growing, because I think they're strong, and I like their uh, their movesets and stuff. Um, like, good elemental coverage and whatnot. Mm. And then uh, others that I'm, like, I'm constantly checking to see if I can you know, fill in some of those blanks that I've missed because I'm not getting rid of the others. Uh, but I probably am not going to do anything close to 100% run in this anyway, so it's not that big a deal if I miss some personas. Um, but you gotta catch them all. Yeah. yeah. Don't oh, wait, that's, that's, wait, that's a different franchise. My mistake. Right, exactly. He had, like, he hated the game. I mean, he loved it, but he hated the game because he spent too much time with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm actually like I'm not surprised that I like the palaces stuff. Like I said, I think the Zelda stuff is really cool. Like the way you interact with the levels and the you know the puzzles you have to solve, and then like the new grappling hook gives you some uh, some new like exploration rooms in the dungeon that kind of give it a little bit more like uh, dynamic progression uh, because you might like zip up into the rafters and like climb across the rafters and then you know jump down to find a treasure chest and then have to get out and like. I don't know. It kind of adds an, another layer to it, and there's like some new collectibles in the in the palaces that you can only get using your roughly hook, and uh, so that stuff makes it feel really cool too. But uh, what I thought was going to turn me off of the game was the social aspects, the life sim. Uh, yeah, because like I was told that it's like sixty percent life sim and like forty percent like RPG. I say that's fair. You know, dungeon crawler, and it really is. Like, when you are in a palace, you spend a lot of your time in the palace. You're but a high schooler, bitch. That, yeah. In between that is, like, weeks of time that's just, hey, what are you doing after school? You want to come hang out? 
<laughs> but I think the reason I'm liking that so much is because of 2020. <laughs> like, it sounds dumb. Oh, but, look, you know, there's that people idea... outside walking around being exactly. normal. Like, oh, idea, like, look, there's an under eight. Like, there's uh, there's you know, a... a social environment. There's and, people like, in this burger joint. And, <laughs> yeah. And, like, building connections and, like, that kind of stuff is just, it's so lacking right now. And it's a big reason why I'm so depressed. Speaking of... But I think, like, this game is filling that gap. Speaking of burgers, have you gone to the burger joint and, like, ate their big burger yet? I tried. I I did it once, but I didn't have the knowledge built up yet. Yeah, it, um, so it gives you back. a bunch of status increases, which is really cool. I did that yeah. a few times, yeah. Yeah, I need nice. to go back and... Because and, I think I can do it now. But, um... Yeah, it, it does annoy me that, like, when you are, you know, doing your self-improvement stuff, you don't know how many points you have towards, like, the next... Uh, the next goal, like for your different social stats or whatever, it's just kind of like a hidden statistic. So, like, for example, I was trying to raise my guts so I could go back to the uh, the hot punk nurse and um, <laughs> be her guinea pig again. And so, like, I was, you know, I was going to the library after school and like studying there to raise knowledge and guts, and then I was. Uh, I tried to go to like the you know the the big burger place to raise my guts there, mm-hmm. and like I bought the uh, the DVD um, that raised guts, like the Ghost Hunters DVD or whatever it was. Apparently, um, uh, Tyler says that you can go to the toilet and check your how far along you are. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I like I go to the toilet that says like I want to think or I want to clean. I never checked the think option, but that's interesting. Okay, mm. uh, thanks. And, uh, yeah, so, see, Tyler's still helping me out. Um, so, the, the point is, like, I, I put all of that stuff into Guts, and then, like, I bought the DVD and took it home and did that in the evening. And, like, each DVD has, like, two or more chapters to it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I finished one chapter and it raised my Guts up, finally, after all of the stuff I was doing. So I was like, well, crap, like, now I have to finish this DVD, but, like, <laughs> I got my Guts to where I, where I wanted it to be. I'd rather raise something else. So it'd be it'd be nice to have a little bit more knowledge of like when they're racing so that you can kind of prep out your days a little bit better. Um so like if you know that something's going to go up quicker, you can maybe shift focus and raise that for that day. Um so you'd be more prepared for what's next. But I'm pretty much just raising all of the stats equally. Um because like I know knowledge a takes idea. a lot longer. Why? I don't know, I'm just trolling you. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I know knowledge takes a lot longer, but there's also a lot more things that just naturally raise knowledge, like answering questions in class and things like that, that don't pass time. Um, so I'm trying to focus on, like, spending my actual time raising the other things, and then let knowledge go just by playing the game. Um, same with, like, charm and kindness. Those are pretty passive, too. Are you cheating in school? Uh, you mean, like, looking up the answers to the questions? Yes. Whenever I don't know them, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I want to make sure I get them right. Yeah, you don't want to miss that on the on the boat. I don't blame you. I'm just asking. Right. <laughs> I, I like. I am surprised at how many I know already. I think in but... this one they did a good job of making it a little bit more general knowledge. Because in mm-hmm. Persona Four, it was a lot of like Japanese focused questions. Mm-hmm. So you had to look. Yeah, it up. I've I've been I've enjoyed like some of the. Um... Like the visual knowledge ones, like some of the uh, optical illusion types, I'm pretty good at those. And like the math questions, 
Uh, but yeah, like the history stuff is like weird, like Japanese history things, and I don't, I don't know anything about those. But I do love the crossword puzzles. Um, I'm pretty good at those, and they're a nice, easy way to raise knowledge and that kind of thing. But um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah. I what I think I really like is like when you're in class, you know, these these questions and stuff that you're learning are all like real things. Like you're actually learning facts as you play this game so it's like you kind of feel like a high school student because like you know it, it's not in-game knowledge stuff it's actual real world like like real uh real trivia um so like when you make coffee or when you do a crossword puzzle or something like that like you'll get a little blip of trivia about that thing that you did and like it's actually pretty fascinating information you're getting Oh, um, it's happening, Thomas. He's becoming a weeb. No. That's I don't how it like starts. the Japanese stuff. I like oh, the real world trivia stuff. That's how it <laughs> starts. First you like the real world stuff. You're like, oh yeah, Japan, yeah. And then you go down the rabbit hole. It's okay, just down the here realism. Too. Yep. Uh speaking of rabbits, I, I just got a new uh party member and I don't like him. Um He's pretty wow. powerful, but, like, he's super boring. But the reason I say that is because, like, I actually, I really like the way that it does, like, you know, having a larger party than you can battle with. Because this was, this was the first party member that's, like, uh, too much to, to take with me all at once. But the way it does it is, like, everyone is technically with you at all times. Uh, and, like, everyone gains experience. From combat, whether they fight or not, but That's it's so just good. in battle you have four party members. So like I have five party members. Five party members get experience. Five party members are traveling with me. Uh, you know, five party members like are in conversations and stuff. Like no one's left out. It's just balanced for combat where I have to choose which ones are actually in battle with me. Mm. Um, so that works really well because obviously they don't have to code out like, you know, who's who's saying these lines based on who's in your party. Everyone's always with you. But they also don't have to deal with like up to probably, I assume there's like eight total party members or something. Um, up to eight party members all in combat together. <clears throat> uh, so I think it's the best of both worlds. But I was, I was very surprised when I saw like one of the characters I wasn't using um, leveled up after a battle. Like, that was a really nice, pleasant surprise. Um, but yeah, I'm also, I'm enjoying, like, the ethical side of it. Um, because, like, a lot of the questions and stuff you get, like, in dialogue options mean nothing. Like, it feels like there's no, uh, I don't think there there's really no change to the conversation based yeah. on, like, what you pick. But when you're going into the palace and, like, changing the people's hearts or whatever, I really like learning that backstory and, like, seeing, like, seeing the world through their eyes, kind of. Um, and having like a, a an outward effect on the world because like you cleanse their heart like that that whole thing is really cool and I like that that's kind of the the driving force for the story like it doesn't feel like there's some big world ending threat or whatever you're Not yet, just at least. going yeah you're just going and finding the next victim you know to to heal because <laughs> like after after the first one they're like so what do we what do we do now like. You know, we we achieved our mission. Like he changed. It's like, well, I kind of like this feeling. Like maybe we should keep doing this. 
And like, yeah, but like, I mean, we These just have to across this at school. <laughs> like, yeah, like how do, how do we find more of them? And so, like, I think that's a really interesting story element. Like, we want to be heroes, but I mean, what what do we save? Like, what, <laughs> you know, they don't have like some world-ending threat that's forcing them to go out and save the day. Yeah, just wait. It's kind of it's it's unique. Don't uh, worry, the moon's fall the moon falls down like in the second half of the game, so you'll be you'll find your threat. <laughs> it is interesting too, happens. like how they I, that don't think uh, how they justify like the time limits um, because you have a certain amount of days that you have to beat each palace in, and so like the first one is like they're threatened to get expelled if they don't you know fix this before the 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 day of like the board meeting or whatever, and so I was like, okay, so is there going to be that kind of like arbitrary time limit on all of them? Yeah. Yeah, there is. But, like, the justification for it's kind of amusing. Because, um, like, I'm about halfway through the second palace. And, like, the justification changed at one point. But it was still the same amount of days. But it's just, like, this is very video gaming. <clears throat> it's like, they just, they just want to make sure that you, you know, don't dawdle too much. Uh, and it's interesting that you actually, like, get a game, like, you fail. You get a game over if you don't beat it in time. Um, yeah. But they just, it's just like a checkpoint system. They just take you back to when you're able to actually still win. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was kind of curious how that worked. Because, like, yeah. if you save past that, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah, they they give you enough leeway to, like, level up and stuff. Um, The oh. second uh, palace, it's the art gallery. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I, I don't like it, it as much as the first one. I like the aesthetic of it. Because it's like, yeah. you're jumping into all the different paintings and moving around to get to different points. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I just I just did the like the jumping into painting thing, and that was pretty cool. Um, but like the opening of it wasn't very strong. I it felt like it was kind of just like you're supposed to be sneaking, but there's not really much there. <laughs> Whereas the first one was a lot more like labyrinthine, um, with like you know jumping across the chandeliers and and all. Yeah, that well, stuff. it's actually a top palace, right? Right, chandelier. Well, it was a castle, yeah. Yeah, castle, yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's there's definitely some cool puzzles here. Like I liked having Chandelier to uh, uh, having to save my party members after uh, Morgana. I got excited about the treasure. Um, oh, that was kind of a cool little puzzle to do. Have you gone into this? I think it's the subway system. Yeah, the mementos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgana turns into a bus. They're like, yeah. I don't know why, but people think cats turn into buses for some reason. It's yeah, like... that, that was a nice meta joke. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah. <laughs> some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. Like, And I, I mean, I honestly don't mind the English voice acting. Like, Ryuji's kind of annoying, but I definitely understand how he's best boy. Like, he's he's just... He's got anger issues, but he's also pretty wholesome. Nah! Um, I like him a lot. But, yeah, the new guy I'm not really sold on. Um, I'm using him as the red party. I haven't seen her much yet. Are you talking about the new character? Yeah, Kasumi. I think that's her name. Yeah, I haven't seen her much yet. She, to me, she's still the girl with the ribbon. Like she hasn't been fully named. Um, mm. Ribbon girl. But I mean, she's no, cute. No, that's a Smash character. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it's not actually. Oh right, it's the other one. Yeah, it's, it's noodle. Yeah, noodle girl. Yeah, noodle arms. Um, but yeah, I mean that's really it. Like, I, I kind of just want to keep playing Persona. 
Uh, so what have I been up to? I've been playing a little bit more Miles. Uh, I got to a point where, like, it felt like I'm near the end of the game, but, like, I feel like I just got to this part. Like, it feels like uh, there's, like, a it? missing, like, section in the middle that I just missed, but clearly didn't, because... No, you couldn't miss it. What is it? Uh, well, you get into the base. Okay. Uh, you... I don't know. I don't know how to say it without spoiling. But you go into the base, and then there's like the reveal of what the energy thing is, or not what it is, but like what the people behind it are doing. Yeah. Mm. Um. And then so you talking about like their their hideout, or <laughs> so fucking hard to explain. Um. You get well, you, you see you, you like... see the uh, like the video logs of the the tinker, I guess. Oh, like at the, um, like I'm probably halfway through the game because I'm at 30 something percentage right now. Yeah. Are you talking about like at the, the like antique shop or whatever? The, no. After that. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I think I know what you're talking about then. It's either like at their actual hideout, um, like, where you go down in the basement, or it's at the theater. Okay, it's been. This was this felt. This was like a like a military base or something. Anyways, uh, it's, it's been like a few days since I played it, so I don't remember how I got in there. But anyways, I beat that part, and it just feels like <laughs> it's very rushed. I don't know how I got here. I just infiltrated this <laughs> enemy base, but I'm here. Fuck it, let's wreck shit, boys. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I can't think of a military. I don't. I don't know. I want. I call it a military. Oh, just that's what it feels like. Played this um, game twice. You know what he's talking about? Jesus. I mean, I think he's explaining it poorly. <laughs> it's just a giant base with dudes with guns. I don't know how else to say that. Is it a uh, warehouse? I don't know. Maybe. <sighs> um, Thomas, three... did you did you secretly infiltrate a Walmart? <laughs> I don't know where I am. It's just guns. It's a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about. It sounds about right. It's an American um, Walmart. Um. Anyways, what uh, is your status with Prowler? Oh, I know who he is and everything. Miles, you I good? am. Huh? Like, 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 you good? I know. I know who he is, and we work together on something. So you good? I I don't know. <laughs> don't fucking know, dude. I don't know what you're talking you, you would, about. You would know. Okay, you're you've got a little bit then. I don't. I don't know. Anyways, it feels like I'm nearly like I'm. I'm gotten really far in this game, if and I just are started you doing side quest side quest stuff too now? Like, like a around couple Harlow? things, like not a whole lot. Do you think? Because I think like I mean they're not like amazing quests, but I think like helping the citizens of Harlem is one of the best aspects of the game. Because you really feel like Harlem Spider-Man, then it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of them that pop up. Because like I think you have to go into the 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 Spider. Yeah, yeah, you have to go into the app and actually like select them. Yeah, yeah. Like you do them when you want. It, it's not like they're always on the map. I kind of wish they were like always on the map, so I can like go. Oh, there's a thing over there, and just go over there. No, yeah. I kind of like the leisure of it. Because um, then I just let me look at my phone it. to see what side quests I need. I just but also remember, it. like, I, I cut the story down to about four hours. 
So, I mean, granted, that's mostly cutscenes. Um, like, the actual, like, you can't play the full game in four hours, probably. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, it's not super long. So you probably are. No, it's, it's not, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 like, it's known that it's not super long. I'm just saying that I'm surprised how short it feels. <laughs> that's yeah. all. Um, so yeah, I, I've done some of that. Uh, I don't even know what I want to really say about that. Cause I haven't, I really haven't, like, upgraded a whole lot of abilities or anything. Um, this, like, this, uh, the last PlayStation I had, I just, like, re-remembered how to actually play Spider-Man with all the air juggling <laughs> and the, like, the, the, the air kicks and stuff and, mm-hmm. like, finishers, like, mid, uh, like, mid-air and stuff. Like, there's a lot of really good versatility in the combat that was there from the last yeah. game. And Miles um, is more of an aerial fighter, too. Like, he has more powers that are... Yeah, he's got the Venom him. strikes and stuff that are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, so last week I talked about how I was going to do that raid over the weekend and we started from 1 p.m. Eastern, which is when it started and we didn't finish the raid, but we ended at like 4 a.m. in the morning. Uh, Jesus. Went for like 15 hours or so. We got to the last boss and we just realized like we couldn't do enough DPS to kill him. So we just kind of called it quits. No, no DPS, no. But the day after, we just like loaded up that final boss and made him our bitch. It was pretty great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, contest mode was pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Uh, but it's a really good raid. Uh, you start off on Europa, and then you find your way into the Deepstone Crypt, which is the birthplace of the Exos, the, the robot people. Uh, Ooh, lore. I like it. And as you fight your way through the Deepstone Crypt, you realize that uh, you're on a space station now. <laughs> that's no moon uh, yeah it's no moon you're on a space station now and uh this the 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 jumping puzzle in this is you go onto the outside of the space station and you're jumping across platforms trying to get from one end of the space station to the other it's pretty awesome because nice. like all the sound like cuts out it feels like you're in space uh and then oh. there's like a really good like uh instrumental track that plays while um I think it's Clovis Bray, like, does some voiceover work. Uh, it's really good. Like, this is probably their best raid they've done regarding uh, just aesthetics. It's really good. And then the third encounter, you basically just, like, destroy the, the spaceship. You just uh, crash it into Europa. Uh, and then you have the final boss at the end. It's a really good raid. Definitely recommend it. It's the final that's... boss time. <laughs> But yeah, I definitely recommend anyone to go check out that raid. It's really good. But you must be a recommended power first. Check your power levels. Yeah, I think it's only like 12, 20, something like that. It's not that bad. Sounds like a lot. It sounds like effort. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, then I played a little bit of Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War. I played a little bit of the uh, the intro, and it's, it's really good. The... Uh, it, with a year without uh, Fast and Furious, this is like kind of my, you know, summer blockbuster hit. Uh, for me, a year without <laughs> filling, anything, filling that hole. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I just got to the part where I just made my own character. Uh, your name is Belle, and uh, there's ah, a, yeah, wow. Uh, I guess his divorce between Beauty and the Beast wasn't so nice. She went into Reagan's administration and signed up to join the military. Nice. 
It's actually pretty cool because, like, in the dossier, you can pick between, like, male, female, and non-binary and, like, other things. Huh. That's uh, neat. Which is really interesting. Yeah, I saw people mad that they were like, non-binary didn't exist back then. Yeah, oh, whatever. Yes, it Who did. Cares? It's a video game. Yeah, it did. It's a video game. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, but anyways, it's pretty cool. Um, I want to play a lot more of that, so I am. <laughs> yeah. Go Reagan's America. Yep. Mm, I don't think I've played anything else we're talking about, so let's head on into the news. Before the news, let's do a little break here. Hey, Justin. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that nondescript candy bar. Justin. Hmm? Yeah. Are you going to be free on December the 15th? Do you have an idea? Uh... What day is that? Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, my friend. I mean, not technically, but what's up? Well, that's when it's going to line up for me and uh, Tyler to record Godzilla 98. The watch long. Oh, you're already up to that? Yeah, we only have two movies left before we get to it. So, uh, the first, because the first, uh, December 1st will be me and him recording Space Godzilla. And then the 8th. Will be me and him versus is the final one of that of that series of movies. So the fifteenth would be uh, ninety eight, and then we go on Christmas break. So, uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, because I, I'd I'd rather try to get all this done before we go. I like it's perfect for a break before we go into the next era of Godzilla. So I just wanted to check with you with three weeks to go. Yeah. Alright, uh, so welcome back, everybody. Uh, no! What? What do you mean, no? I didn't, I didn't ask to be born. I did not ask to be born into this world. I was only asked to pursue my dreams and to live who I want to live, but I don't even get that anymore. I'm just here with a bunch of people who I don't even know. Who are you people? What am I saying? I'm tired. Let's move on. I want to be the very best. No one I never was. Do 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 do. See, that's, this is oh, how. For some reason, that's what I thought of when you. Oh no! I just I just lost my mind for a few minutes right there. I okay. Um, you mean like thirty years? Yeah, well, pretty much. Ever since my dad dropped me on my head. Well, will this classic MK movie skin pack also lose your mind? Yes, it will. So, um, the day. <laughs> so this is actually pretty cool. Uh, I posted all the new, most of the news this week, so it's gonna be me time, baby. But everybody else can comment on it. So the day before this release, Ed Boon posted a picture. It was either Ed Boon or the Mortal Kombat Twitter posted a picture of, uh, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, and Raiden. But, Raiden looked like Christopher Lambert, and I, I, uh, god, I cannot remember the names of Lyndon Ashley as Johnny Cage. Fuck who's Sonya Blade? I can't remember her name. Um, I don't. She doesn't uh, look like the actress. No, it's it's mocap weird, but it is her. Um, it's the it's like it's not mocap, <laughs> right? But basically, they put the movie skins from ninety for the, for those characters in there. So, uh, yeah, it's Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and Raiden. So, if you wanted to play as Christopher Lambert's Raiden with, <laughs> sorry, you know, if you wanted to do that, he's in there and. Um, I assumed that it was just going to be reusing quotes from the movie because they did something similar to uh, with with uh, yes 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 
Uh, Tyler says it's Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson, thank you, T-Man! I love you! Um, Sorry, the energy came out of nowhere. So, uh, I think she's married now. She has an official last name, but uh, Miss Wil- uh, Mrs. Wilson, Miss Wilson for now. Um, and much, I assume much the similar. They did something similar with MKX when they released uh, either Alien or Predator, where you could play as Carl. Technically, you play as Carl Weathers from Predator. So it is Predator. Fuck yes, yes, Ben. I know. I understand. Shut the fuck up. Um, so uh, you could play as you could play as Carl Weathers, and they use his lines from the movie. So I assumed okay, they're going to reuse dialogue from the movie, and yes and no, but. I think they record. I'm pretty sure they record new lines for it because there's a line where Christopher Lambert says, uh, "You will share Shinnok's fate," which he never says Shinnok in the first movie because he's not in the second movie um, at all. So like they recorded new lines for this, which I think is really really cool. And it's like really cool because the first thing I did was put uh, Karatagawa Shanksung in his movie costume with Raiden in the movie costume and it's like ah this is so cool um so yeah it's it's available it's not part of common pack but it's 5.99 i think it's worth it i kind of wish they just included a uh, robin shoes luke kang who doesn't have the greatest costume in the movie it's literally just black sweat uh black like training pants and a white tank top but like his likeliness his lines you know like he's still around he's doing things um, but maybe they, for some reason, they only do three, a, three a pack. And I never understood that with NRS. Um, but it's available. Yeah, and no it's Kano su- either. Yeah, no Kano. Well, Kano technically is his movie version already. Much like Karatagawa. <laughs> it's just, it's just not the actor. Yeah. It's like, it's per- like they adopted the Australian accent because Gus- Kano was not Australian before that fucking movie. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, so it, it is and it isn't, but yeah. But in terms of main actors, I wish like Katana would could have been nice, right? But Katana Talisa Soto doesn't really play that big a role in the first movie. Um, maybe uh, and I kind of wanted to see like maybe hypothetically Scorpion and Sub Zero's movie costumes as blo- as like plying as they are, and then maybe have Scorpion have the thing come out of the hand. <laughs> that would be cool. But there. It, Regardless, it's cool. Like, it, it's, this is such a neat thing. And again, it's Lyndon Ashley, it's Bridget Wilson, it's Christopher Lambert. So if you love those movies back in the day, uh, they're there. And I bought them, even though I don't play any of these characters, but I'll probably play them more often just to hear Christopher Lambert say, I will test you in Mortal Kombat. You know? It's awesome. Lord Raiden. Okay, that's, that's it. That's, it's out, it's out now. Five ninety nine. Go buy it. Please. Not sponsored. Hashtag not an ad. Yes, not uh, an ad. Please sponsor us though, NRS. I I play your game. Uh, let's move on into the Crown Prince. Uh, oh, we, you want to get serious now? That was a that was a terrible transition. You had oh, a okay, fucking so, you had a transition right yeah. next to it with Come with on. a certain other actress movie skin but you no Thomas you fucked up if this is an ECW show you fucked up you fucked up yeah you done have that son? I don't yeah. know okay you guys go ahead and take over cause I don't know any of these speaking of movie game tie-ins yeah Monster Hunter on- World Iceborne is getting a Mila Jovovich skin to cross over with the Monster Hunter movie coming out. So crazy. Okay. She's an official Capcom character. And they finally made it canon. This is so fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So it's not it's not technically a, a skin. Her character from the movie is actually being brought in um, to the game as like a, a new character. 
uh, oh. Jovovich voicing the character. That's so and crazy. new quests, like event quests, um, inspired by the movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know that much about Monster Hunter, so I'm just kind of reading off the story here. But uh, the new quests will see players against a Black Diablos and a Greater Rathalos, and will earn uh, layered armors, new titles, guild card background and pose, and special gear, but you'll only be able to take on the quests if you've reached Master Rank <laughs> in the game. Um, and also, uh, before the event, there will be a logon bonus uh, to get a free item for this is the last time I uh, played this game. A behind-the-scenes sizzle reel. <laughs> Sorry. No. I, I was skipping around too much. Um, we'll be able to f- receive a free item as a logon bonus to celebrate the film. This is a real is unrelated. Sorry. Um, but yeah, that starts November 27th. Last yeah, so time I played this was in time. August 18th. The movie is out... Uh, December 4th in the UK and December 25th in the US. That's weird. Well, that's not weird. Um, Usually international UK times always are... gets it earlier. Yeah. I guess. But, yeah, there, there's been a lot of other uh, like Capcom crossovers in Monster Hunter, but this is the first like licensed movie crossover. Well, yeah, they finally made her fucking, they made her canon, and I found that so hilarious. I find that so hilarious. Like the fact that Capcom's acknowledging the movie in, is yeah. is funny to me, especially when it's gonna I bomb mean, like crazy because it's gonna be bad. Did you see? Like, yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's Paul uh, W S Anderson. Paul W S Anderson, Anderson. Say, Mortal, director Anderson. of Mortal Kombat. Funny enough. Yeah, um, but did you see the new uh, Chinese trailer that they released? No, I, I haven't seen anything on this movie. I don't give a shit. I didn't put it in the news, but. It actually looks legit. Like there's like two seconds up front of like the you know military setting, like establishing everything, but the rest of the trailer is actually like it looks like a Monster Hunter movie. I assume this it is all fancy the, trailer cutting. So yeah, probably. But it shows the the palicos. Um, it shows like all of the monsters. How do the palicos like, look? Rough. <laughs> I mean, they, they look like cat aliens. Oh, oh no. no! Just make them cute. Just make them cute cats. Come on. Nope. Oh, no, they look gosh. like they have mange. Oh my god, it's weird. But I'm just saying, like it's you know, it's not like Sonic movie that or anything. Um, original Sonic movie designer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna watch this and you're gonna love it, just like you do with the Resident Evil movies. Probably. Yeah. Because I also don't play the Resident Evil games, but I enjoy the movies. Like, understand, I know that they're terrible. I just, it's a guilty pleasure. It doesn't make it any better. Yeah, it's it's so trash. I don't think I've ever paid to see a Resident Evil movie, if that helps. You gotta out yourselves here on the show? We all all paid. We all paid in our souls for those fucking We all paid a cultural price for this. Yep. I mean, I rewatched them all during the pandemic. Like, I had time. Uh... <laughs> of all course, right. Doctor Strange. Justin, hit the transition button. Uh, speaking of time, um, you only have one of the world ends with you things in here. Yeah, there was, was there only one, one in here. There was the game, the new game. 
Yeah, but you only put this yeah. in here. I thought Ben was uh, No. I thought it was related. Whatever. Anyway, uh, speaking of time, uh, The World Ends With You is a game about time. And no, it's not. There, yeah, it's, it really, it's really not. There's it's a, there's not. A clock. It's not about like time, it's not though. It's not about time, though. Play the game before you start. You start assuming things, brother. It's about dead kids. Yeah, but there's literally. a countdown clock. It's not about time. Not about time. It it's has time, time in it. Oh no, it's- everything has time in it. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> this is a street. Okay, so Street Fighter's about time. This is a time clock right in the middle, right? <laughs> Every fighting game mock is you about for this time. from now on. Everything <laughs> has time in it. Everything is about time. Uh, time I'm zone. The transition button. Yeah, and you suck. You're not allowed you to should, speak. You should. Thomas gets privileges back because that was awful. At least I tried. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you really? Did you really try? Ask yourself when you're when you're in the shower at three a.m. Concerning about is my roof going to cave in or not? That what? is not. Tr- what? I, what? I don't shower at three a.m. and I have a new roof. None of that's going to happen. Anyway, this is white man privilege. The, the world ends with you. To uh, was a Nintendo DS game no, that was apparently not about time. And it's getting an anime adaptation uh, starting in April 2021. Um, I believe the anime is actually like related to the original game's characters. Uh, I don't know if it's a retelling of the game or if it's just following those characters and new stories. It probably will be a retelling yeah. of the of the game's story. Probably. At least to start. Uh, but they also announced along with this that there is a new... World new game. game coming. It is called Neo. The world ends with you. That's um, dumb. Yeah, it is. It's Japan. What are you gonna do? It's like a remake or something. Even though it's clearly they thought not Final Fantasy like Thirteen Versus is a good idea. That's true. Um, but it follows a whole new cast of new characters, uh, and is a fully three D um, active battle system this time. It uh, doesn't have though. It doesn't seem like it has the weird like you know two screen like rhythm and. Well, it's because they realize it's impossible to do that without a DS. Right. Yeah, you can't do it on this on modern systems. Right, and when they tried to port the game, the controls didn't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, yes, correct, yeah. There, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't totally understand the new battle system. Like the trailer doesn't really show much on it. Um, it seems like it's a more traditional thing where you have like, you know, actions on a cooldown or something like that. But yeah, it's a fully 3D <clears> game, uh, that will be releasing on PS4 and Switch. Um, not next gen, strangely. Pro- but... I mean, it'll probably play on your PS5. Well, yeah. It probably, probably just but, won't have like, like a next gen upgrade. I have a feeling it was made for Switch and they're also just like, eh, let's put it on PS4. That's fine. Uh, I mean... If it works yeah, to switch, it's, it's surprising. Like people have been wanting a World Ends with You sequel for a long time. Have they? Yeah, uh, and we kept getting ports and other things. I yeah, th- yeah the fan, the f- fan base for this game. Yeah, except they're not rude assholes like Earthbound fans. Right, so you don't hear about them. I don't know. I feel like this game, like I played, I played it originally, and it has and, a, it has a strong cult following for sure. It's got a really good beginning like, and end. It doesn't really need a sequel, but I guess well, it's the characters though. You could say the same thing about Final Fantasy 1, but look where we're at now. We're at 16, baby. 
This this is a bit different. This is a bit of difference between the world ends with you and Final Fantasy. Is it? Is it? I don't think so. It didn't sell as well as all the other ones. Final Fantasy, like, well but if you're thinking of it the same idea, where I mean, Final Fantasy One didn't sell super well. It sold well enough to save the company, but yeah. it was also a time when like RPGs didn't really exist. So you can't really compare that because it was a new genre. Whereas you know, if this is just a, a new franchise, in so a am I wrong or is he wrong? RPGs. But I don't know. It just feels kind of Thomas weird that this He's is. Usually wrong. It just feels kind of weird <laughs> that it, like the, all of a sudden there's just a bunch of stuff regarding this franchise, which I don't know. This, I don't know. This just feels like it just came out of nowhere. Maybe Square finally realized like, hey, we need to fucking make more games and right. get more shit out. Maybe that's what it is. And they like we, we have like, this. Let's kick them. through their their IPs and go. Oh, this thing. Yeah, probably. That's, uh, that's I mean, they, probably you know, it. They made a new bravely default also like they're just learning that they can profit off of more than just final fantasy <laughs> but like yeah if they do a similar thing where it's like this second game is totally unrelated to the first one just like bravely default 2 is totally unrelated to the first one it's like if they create these anthology series similar to how final fantasy worked i don't see why they can't still be successful because you don't have to worry about the story of the last game you're just using that concept to tell a new story I haven't beaten it yet, but I hope it's connected. Like I, like I just, I like, I prefer my game sequels to connect. You'll probably, I like probably end up being like, like a persona where like the the over like the the people that run the thing are all the same characters, you know? Right, right, right. Like, like yeah, Igor, the, the Lolly Dungeon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when there's attachments. Like I think of uh, Chrono Cross to Chrono Trigger. Ugh. Like there's mechanic similarities, yes, that make it feel like a sequel. But also, like, there's enough kind of hints to the past where it's like, okay, so this is just, like, generations removed in a different time. Got it. To the much superior past. Or future. I mean, nah, time travel. Nah. Crass. Crass. Um, We've been over this. <laughs> uh, speaking of... Just timeline. I got nothing. Um, Fortnite, which is a span of two weeks, hence the timeline. <laughs> the Galactus event is finally I'm so happening. I'm glad you took over for me for this episode. <laughs> right? I could have done That's a great. better job of transitioning. Oh, eat my ass. Um, <laughs> I will. I can be in Missouri in six hours. So just leave the door unlocked. Obviously. That's even um, better. <laughs> anyway, uh, the finale of the Nexus War event is starting on December 1st, uh, and Galactus is closing in on the island, and the fate of all reality lies in the balance. I need to check this out. I need to see yeah. how cool this is going to look. So... Yeah, this is another one of those big event things um, that will basically take over the regular game for a little while. Uh, they say that to prepare for the event, it is recommended players download the latest update and log in at least 60 minutes prior to the start of the event. The event playlist wow. should be up 30 minutes prior to the start time. Um, so they expect like long wait times and stuff. And they want to make sure that there's time for everyone to get in. Um but yeah, so the, event, so, the event is happening uh, December 1st, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. 
How long? So I'll be at work. I don't, I don't know. Well, it starts at 4 p.m. Eastern. Usually these events last like an hour. Really? Damn. I'll be at work. I'll be commuting home from work. Shit. I might check it out. I can, I can check it out and maybe record it and post Do it so, please, because I really want to see how this looks. Do, um, yeah. do you guys think I'll that Galactus is just going to eat them and then like, that's it? I mean, I can see like the entire map being destroyed. You know, right. Battle of it's completely and eaten. Yeah. And, like, no, he doesn't actually that, like, eat a them, right? Right. He gets like a huge yeah. machine set up and everything. That's what I want to see, like him setting up the machine and shit. That's lame. I, didn't I can see it being like a you know PVE situation where everyone in the game is is like working together to take down Galactus. Yeah, no, he's but I think you would win in the end. Yeah, he sets up like this big ass like machine that basically sucks the energy out of the planet. It's awesome. That's so dumb. No, it's not. It's awesome. Shut up. Actually, eating the goddamn world is better. He just unhinges his jaw. Exactly. And... That's what I always thought it was. He just like picks it up and goes wow. <laughs> don't appreciate the coolness that is Galactus. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I wanted him to just loosen his sphincter and just, like, like shove the entire world up there. Like, it's a... Up his a ass? There's probably a porn up. parody of that at some pl- someplace. Yeah. Mm. He just rides the world. It's an enema. It's how he lives yep. forever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about this last story, so take it away. Speaking then. of who needs an enema, yeah, uh, the crown uh, prince of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Mohammed. Uh, this is the the headline from GameIndustry.biz. Basically, reads: Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia Foundation to buy fifty five percent stake in SNK. That is the Japanese fighting game company, mostly noted for uh, Samurai Showdown and King of Fighters. Uh, home of Terry Bogart, uh, several other fighting games, but those are the two prominent ones. Um, the Mohammed bin Salman, Salman Charity Foundation is set to take control of stake in the Japanese uh, games firm SNK. The non-for-profit organization has invested around 813 million uh, riles, uh, in, uh, in, uh, that is $223 million in SNK, which will give it a 33.3% uh, stake in the company, valuing the company at $669 million. Uh, reports of the deal have emerged in the last 24 hours, but the new foundation's official site confirms the details. Uh, the, the investment itself was made through a wholly uh, owned subsidiary referred to as the Electronic Games Development Company. The two companies have previously worked together on the development of games and training programs that saw young Saudis visiting Japan. Uh, the agreement stipulates that the foundation will buy a further 17.7% of SNK's share in the, shares in the future, granting it, a, a, granting it 51% ownership of the company. Uh, as the name suggests, Mohammed bin Salim Charity Foundation is, was established by Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salim. It is stated, it is stated goal is to invest initiatives that will help cultivate and encourage learning and leadership in youth for a better future in Saudi Arabia. Mm. At the time of writing, uh, SNK's core share price on cost stack has shared, has surged as the world, as word of the deal on internet forms, social media, it rose 30% to 16,500 Korean won or $14.93 in America. However, the investment is likely to spark controversy given the past allegations against the nation and its leader. So, now you might think this is like, oh, what's the big deal? It's, you know, Tencent bought, you know, has stake in platinum and stuff like that. Um, I want to, I'm going to get very real 
right now because I have to, and I got I got to be serious about this. Uh, Wait, can I say a joke first then? I'd rather you not. If, if we're going to okay. be, because I feel like we need to treat this, this subject with respect because of who we're dealing with. And we don't really get to talk about serious subjects. But Mohammed bin Salim, you may, I'm sorry, go ahead. So go ahead, I'll be quiet. Okay, sorry. Uh, just because it's very serious. And this is why I will no longer, I will not be buying anything SNK in the future. Uh, Mohammed bin Salim, the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. Uh, you may have heard him in the news sometime, I believe it was, if not last year, two years ago, Times of Contract, as Justin has stated, um, that, uh, he is, he has claimed responsibility for the butchering, and I use that word because that is what was happened to him, to mm-hmm. Jamal Kasahogi, uh, who was butchered by Saudi, uh, by, by Saudis, um, to which our president did nothing because of our relationship with the Saudis. So, mm-hmm. uh, he is a murderer. He is a, a vicious dictator. Um, Saudi Arabia is very known for not being culturally forward. They are very, they have very specific ways setting towards women, towards homosexuals. Uh, fuck them. Uh, fuck him. Uh, fuck him and his money. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, I'm not gonna be in SNK. I don't know what happened to where SNK, you know, they had to deal or something like that or they thought it was a good idea. Um, I, you know, this is not good. And, and because of that, your money, when you buy King of Fighters 15, I'm not, I'm not going to judge you for buying King of Fighters 15, but just know your money is going to go into his pocket, which is using to fuel genocide in Yemen. And it's going to fuel against his, his hateful views across the world because that's yeah, what he wants to, to do. Yeah. Not to mention all the propaganda. Um, yes. WWE, uh, me, me and um, Ben know a lot about this because WWE had a deal with them and I watched the first show because I was interested, but it was very much a propaganda uh, show. Yeah. Uh, yes. Touting like, oh, hey, look at all the different like uh, things that we do. And women can drive now, and we're yeah. And it's just it's all it's a farce. Just, like really, you allow women to drive? We did that like how many years ago? <laughs> right. Like America's like I'm not saying like America's like a sparking angel, but like Saudi right. Saudi Arabia as a country, it's like, like Middle it's, Ages over there regarding yeah. culture. Exactly. So, and we never go after them because we're oil trading partners. That is why. Yeah, they're very rich. Yeah. Yeah, they're very rich and we have oil contracts with them. Our oil companies work with them. That's why we don't go after them. That's why an American journalist was butchered by this man's people and we did nothing because of oil contracts. That is, that has pretty much been stated. So, um, this is, again, uh, this is something that you, I'm not going to condemn, like I said, I'm not going to condemn anybody who buys any SNK titles. I know several, I've already seen several people on Twitter who are SNK diehards who are saying they can't support it, knowing where the money is going to now, or part of the money is going to now. Um, and who this knows? Hey, me, they don't care. They're going to, yeah, go ahead. Uh, this makes me wonder what they're going to do with SNK's titles. Like, are they going to put in a bunch of Saudi Arabia, like pro Saudi Arabia messaging right. in it? That's right. How much inf, yeah, how much influence yeah. are they going to put into S- like KOF 15? You know, like they're not shy about uh, all their propaganda. No, they're not. Like yeah. this is this is like and especially like what if if SNK wanted to do esports with King of, King of Fighters 15? How much Saudi Saudi Arabia propaganda is going to be in there? Like that's terrifying. Or where can they go? Like they might have to host it somewhere where only they right. can say stuff like that. Yeah, you you might have King of Fighters 15 Grand Tour Finals in Saudi Arabia in their capital city. 
you know, do you really want to go to Saudi Arabia and how like like as as a foreigner? I don't think you do. And have a chance um, to not come back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Thomas and I talked about this where WWE planes could not leave. Uh, for what was it like hours? Because yeah, there was it, it a, there was like a money a, dispute. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it almost turned into like a hostage situation. Honestly. Yeah. It's it's a like like and and we don't really talk. That's why I, I want to treat this with the absolute most seriousness because this is a serious situation that like you have to ask yourself as a fan of SNK. You know, granted SNK it doesn't have as big of a face as like say Capcom or you know Sega stuff like that, but they're there. Like they have a strong presence in Latin America, China. Um, of course, China has their own problems. Japan, of mm-hmm. course. But this is this is this is not. I never thought I would see this, but like, I can't fully, I can't, I, I will, I will go so far. I won't even watch their like games on Twitch. Cause I feel like that, like, that's just too icky. Cause who knows what they're going to put in KO 15. Like, we don't know. Is that's all speculative. Terry Bogard is uh, in, it, he is an SNK character. Yeah. But mm-hmm. my love, I can get Terry Bogard elsewhere. I can play. I, I don't feel bad about playing past SNK games. Cause I already have, I already got their money before all the sale went down. No, I'm I just, not. I'm not saying that because of you. I'm just saying, like, do you think Nintendo would like backlash against this? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, just like if if anything, <clears throat> what will happen is in a in a future Smash Brothers game, Terry. It it might be harder to get Terry Bogard back. If anything, because maybe SBM once uh, will influence S could influence SNK to like, hey, ask them for more money to put our character in the game. Like that's that's a theory. SNK could do that anyways, right? But the fact that like it's gonna come from them, that's icky. That's that's just that's just all kind of disgusting. Um, you know, um, again, like it, it, there's there's tons of resources out there. Uh, you like I I encourage anybody you, you know who's listening to this, look use your own re- resources to uh look up what the Saudis have done. I've given you one heinous thing, and I feel like that's I needed to say the most heinous thing because that's. That's what they've done. That's that's what you're dealing with, um, and that's why like I stopped watching WWE shows because th- just because they were doing the Saudi Arabia thing because of what like it's blood money. Like me and Thomas would call that all the time whenever we do the wrestling shows. It's blood money, and as far as I'm concerned, this is blood money. That's how serious this is, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So, I apologize for making this serious, but this is this is just too um big to not ignore in my opinion. And the fact that they're gonna control fifty one percent of the company in the future, that's even more scary. And you can just throw money around like that. Yep. Um I don't know if just any of you have anything else to add, but if not, we'll just end the show. Alright, so I was told I can't joke. <laughs> uh so mm-hmm. where can people find you? <clears throat> Uh, you can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Zero Score Gaming on PSN. Put that in there still. Um, not doing too much right now. So, but still follow me, of course. You know, keep up. I just haven't been feeling it. And Ben. Twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy for all things related to the self-proclaimed Marvelous One. Uh, you can check the pinned tweet for my video on the Outer Worlds. Please check that out. Uh, it's still going. My Pokemon video is still coming out. I'm trying to get it out before December's over with. I'm kind of taking my time with it. Because I don't want to... I feel like I jumped too far ahead. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but that's coming. I, I really want to talk about... I still want to talk about those games. Um, MK My MK11 will probably be my first video of 2021. So I can actually have time to play all the new characters and go through everything, you know, get my feeling for like this, not necessarily final version of the game, but you know, latest iteration. 
Um, and then you can find me live every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. Uh, Zelda month is officially over by the time this is out. And Merry Metroid begins. Uh, kudos to Justin for that uh, dinger several years ago. Um, will be, looks like I should, I haven't checked the poll. I'm going to try to stall for time now because last time I checked the poll, it looked like Super Metroid was going to win. I think it was, it was at 67%. Yes. So, uh, there's only two days left. So it might change. Yeah, it might change. But right now, Super Metroid is in the lead. Uh, Metroid Fusion and Zero Mission are kind of locked in locked by one percentage vote. But it looks like it's going to be super. I don't, I don't think. I don't, you know, unless some boats mysteriously go away or some bullshit happens where, like, it gets a tie again. I swear to fuck, if you do a tie again, I will not forgive you, chat. I swear <laughs> to Christ. Um, but it looks like it'll be Super Metroid. Uh, so I'll be playing that, which is, I haven't played it in a while, so that's gonna be fun. Um, and then, of course, end of December is going to be, uh, uh, Nights in the Dreams, which I'm so looking forward to doing karaoke on stream. Um, and then I'm going to announce this right now because I've already announced it to my stream. I've already thought of the games I'm going to start with in 2021. Um, and that one of them will be Owlboy. So I look for that. That will be my Sunday game. Uh, get some nice pixel art goodness. But the second game is going to be an RPG. And the second game is going to be fun. Uh, cause I'm going to leave it up to you fuckers to fall. I swear to God, don't tie this shit again. Cause I'm not playing both of them. Um, <laughs> uh, at sort of around mid-December, I'll be putting up a poll. Uh, it, I'm gonna give you a choice on which RPG I'm going to play. Your choices are, um, your choices are Grandia 1. Your second choice is Chrono Trigger. I'm in the mood to play both of them, so I want to stream one or the other, so, uh, it'll be your choice. The choice is yours and yours alone. So choose wisely of what you want to see me stream. I love both games. I think I know both games. So uh, it'll be fun regardless. It'll be a nice trip down memory lane. Finally, Atomic Shot. Uh, the latest episode went live with uh, uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, which is really good. The next one coming up will be uh, Godzilla versus Godzilla versus Mothra uh, ninety two, and then the one after that will, be, which me and Tyler have already recorded, is Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Uh, thank, and then of course, um, we're near the end of the Heisei era. Uh, in, in, by the end of December, the plan, uh, not concrete yet, but the plan is to record, uh, the watch along for Godzilla 98, uh, a week to, I think at least a week before Christmas, two weeks before Christmas. I can't tell time. Um, and we're gonna try to have that out before, uh, Christmas Eve. So, hey, something to watch on Christmas Eve. And then we'll, me and Tyler will be taking our break between eras and then of course it times perfectly with christmas and then we'll be back with the millennium era in 2021 as we head into the final stretch of atomic shot hey, you can follow me your host on twitter at gameplay stuff also on twitch's gameplay stuff we stream this show every 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central on friday night and you can email me thomas at charge.com if you want to be a guest on one of our shows drop an email there uh, me and Ben, looks like we're going to be doing Raw July 1st, 2002. Uh, it's going to be Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy in a ladder match for the championship. Uh, you finally won one. <laughs> it took you a it's, while. It's been a losing streak. <laughs> it's been a while. I guess no one wanted to watch Team Old Guys versus Team Old Guys versus Team No, old no, guys. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, so that's going to be that. And... Visit charshot.com for audio, video, written content. 
I should have uh, Astro Boy <laughs> review up soon. It's nearly done. It's been a very busy week at work. It's Black Friday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that should be up. I'm recording stuff for Call of Duty. Should I have a video up? I'm going to try and aim for this weekend. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And until then, guys, enjoy your games and have a good night.